let's open our Bibles uh, tonight to a passage of Scripture from Genesis chapter 32. And the 24th verse, Genesis chapter 32, and the 24th verse. Can you read it for me, please? Then Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until the breaking of day. And Jacob was left alone, and there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. Find your time alone with God is our thought tonight. Amen. I think uh, God wants the church to find their time alone with Him. When you read 22 and 23 in the Bible, the Bible says, There he rose up in the night with his two wives, two women servants, and his eleven sons. And the Bible says he crossed over the ford of Jabok. And then he took them to the other side to be alone with God. He could have well said, you know, I could leave all of them uh, uh, to the other side and I can just sleep peacefully at least for a few hours. But that's not what he said. Hallelujah. He left them to the other side to spend alone with God. As we are still in the lockdown or maybe in Bangalore, you know, things have been open. But don't forget to spend time with God. You know, there are a few places in the Bible where Jesus calls people's names twice. One of the times is Martha, Martha. Martha, Martha. Hallelujah. Why are you anxious about many things? One thing is needed. The most important thing is to sit at my feet and to feed from me. Amen. So never miss out on the important things of life and focus on the unimportant things tonight. Hallelujah. It might be a simple thing that you might know, but focus on the important things so that the unimportant things of life will not eat us up. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, I have seen uh, that, you know, Sometimes, you know, we get anxious, worried, hurt. But I've seen that the stronger your relationship bec- uh, becomes of the Lord, or your stronger your relationship with the Lord, hallelujah, become the less that you become hurt, the less that you become anxious. As a matter of fact, certain things that used to hurt you before, bother you before, will not bother you anymore because of your strength in your relationship with God. Amen. Hallelujah. So here is this man who has understood this. That night that man chose to spend his time alone with God. And when the children of Israel entered the promised land, uh, you can see, you know, there are many things, many uh, 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 battles that they fought, they won. And God fought for them. But there was one battle that uh, or one particular enemy that God did not deliver into their hands was the king of Og. You know, in Deuteronomy chapter 3 and verse 11. Uh, can you read that please? For only Og, king of Bashan, uh, remained of the remnant of the giants. Instead, his bedstead was an iron bedstead. Is it not Rabbah of the people of Ammon? Nine cubits is its length and four cubits its width, according to the standard cubit. Amen. So here the Bible is saying only King Og of Bashan remained of the remnant of giants. Rest of the giants, rest of the people, God helped Israelites to fight. God fought for them. But one giant was left for Israelites to fight. And that was the uh, King of Og. And the Bible says his uh, battle weapon was not a, 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 a sword or a 
uh, you know, javelin or spear or anything. His uh, weapon was a bed and the measurements of that bed is given. So tonight, sometimes, you know, the enemy that is coming against our lives is to keep us on our bed. <laughs> you know, to be lukewarm and to sleep and to be tired and to, you know, feel tired always and sleepy always. You know, that is the spirit that we have to overcome tonight in the name of the Lord. There is victory. God is sending forth the word tonight. There is victory over the bed. Hallelujah. Amen. It is the bed that is mentioned here. Amen. His weapon was the instrument of a bed that used against the Israelites. You have to tonight fight that bed of iron. Oh, look at somebody and say, you have to fight the bed of iron. Amen. Should not take the option of lukewarmness. Should not take the option of uh, always be on the bed. You know, other, other day I sensed that the enemy sometimes if he, you know, can't do anything, he'll try to put, you know, sicknesses and health issues. You know why? Because somewhere he wants to put you on the bed. But tonight, as a church, we are going to conquer it in the blood name of Jesus. Lift your hands and say, I'm going to conquer the bed of iron in the name of the Lord. To spend time alone with God. To commune with Him. To fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Pastor said this is the year of supernatural encounters. And the, there is a realm in the spirit where God wants us to encounter with us. And there are things that the enemy tries to do against us. A bed. Hallelujah. If you are serious tonight, you can win against the battle that is against your iron bed. Some of this iron iron bed watches to put us to sleep. There is a spirit. Hallelujah. Praise God. Not only into lukewarmness and uh, mm, uh, coldness or into sleepiness and prayerlessness, but also into immoral beds. Hallelujah. Tonight, hallelujah, some of the born again people, you know, as if they're born again into polygamy, you know, that's kind of lifestyle they have. Hallelujah. But tonight, hallelujah, you don't need to be immoral. God has sanctified you through the blood of Jesus tonight. There is a holy nature that is in the inside of you tonight. If you worship the holy Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, hallelujah, praise God, you will see a holy God. You will walk in the holiness of God. You will see the operations in the holiness of God. The Bible says without holiness, no one will see God. You will not be able to see any operation, hallelujah, of the Holy Spirit. You cannot win over that Jezebel spirit. Hallelujah. Without sanctified and hallelujah, washed and cleansed by the word of God. Tonight, hallelujah. That's what the og of uh, the bed does. That's to put you in all immoral beds. And when you read in Proverbs chapter 5 and 6 and 7, I don't have time, but you have to go home and read it. It said, people who have a calling, this immorality will hunt them down. Not be people who are weak, people who have a calling, people who have a, hallelujah, something God has deposited inside of them. The Bible said the seductress, the immoral woman, the strange woman will go after them to hunt them down. Tonight, 
We have victory over it, Bangalore. Hallelujah. This bed of Bangalore city that is trying to entice God's people from walking in the spirit of holiness tonight be broken. Hallelujah. May your imagination be cleansed. May your thoughts be cleansed. May your heart be cleansed. May your life be set upon to God. May your marriage be cleansed. Hallelujah. Come on. May your secret thoughts be cleansed. May your public thoughts be cleansed tonight in the blood name of Jesus. May there be complete victory over this iron bed tonight. If you believe it, put your hands together. Hallelujah. Worship the Holy Spirit. Worship the Lord in the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. God wants you to wake you up out of this bed and to spend alone with God. That's the reason sometimes, you know, God wants us to have spiritual dreams, but it's missing in our lives. You know what I'm saying? It's not with the javelin or the sword that is coming against us. With the bed. We have so many dreams, but the spiritual dreams will only come when you spend time alone with God. The dreams about your future, about your destiny. And the tool that he uses against you is a sleep, the spirit of sleep, a spirit of slumber. Hallelujah. When you have this bed, when you are overcome by this bed, it shows that you are a prisoner. Tonight there is freedom for you. Amen. God cannot, hallelujah, devil cannot imprison you when you are a hallelujah, when you have authority over the bed. Amen. Hallelujah. That's why Saul and uh, Silas and Paul, you know, even the prison and the jail and the, nothing could imprison them because then you have to pray. Hallelujah. So there are people who says, I'm tired. You know, He says, in the last days, I will pour out my spit upon all flesh. Young men, old men, all will dream visions. There are people who are baptized in the Holy Spirit. Where God expects you to have a dream from God. To receive something. Hallelujah. Tonight I pray that the lock of iron bed is broken over your life. And you begin to experience supernatural encounters. Hallelujah, from the presence of God, the anointing of dreams and visions will come upon your life. Lift your hands and say, receive it, Lord. Hallelujah, the Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Sometimes, neither do people dream or the dreams that God has released over their lives years back, they forget. Sometimes the way people live is as if they've forgotten the dreams of the Holy Spirit that God once have deposited, once you have spoken out with so much of pride, hallelujah, no longer, hallelujah, you remember it. <laughs> None of our lives match with our dreams. Tonight I pray that our lives will match with our dreams. Open your mouth and declare, let my life and my family's life will match with my dreams. We need to have a prayer life that will match with our dream. Hallelujah. We forget the promises of God. Hallelujah. Are you with me, church? If you forget the promises and the prophecies, you'll be as cold, hallelujah, as the best freezers that you've ever seen. You'll be so cold. Nothing will penetrate into you. Amen. Hallelujah. There are others who have dreams. They see a positive dreams. But the reverse of it begins to happen in their lives. It's a spirit. You know, they have positive dreams. But something reverse. Tonight, the reverse momentum be broken. 
Hallelujah. Every negativity that is coming against the positive results that you are expecting to be broken in the name of the Lord. May there be positive results in the month of September. Let there be a series of positive results. I decree it, declare it over your life tonight. Lift your hands and receive it, receive it, receive it. Hallelujah. Let the open heaven over your life tonight. Every demonic spirit that is holding your positive results. Now I bind it in the name of the Lord. And I release and lose your positive results. Hallelujah. And promotions into your place, into your rooms, into your houses, into your jobs. In the name of Jesus. Lift your hands and give a shout of praise. A clap offering to Jesus tonight. Hallelujah. Glory to God. If you're waiting for an encounter with God, this is how God speaks to you in Numbers chapter 12 and the 6th verse, the Bible says. Then he said, Hear now my words. If there is a prophet among you, I, the Lord, make myself known to him in a vision. I speak to him in a dream. Amen. And 1 Samuel, 1 Samuel 28, 6. And when Saul inquired of the Lord, the Lord did not answer him either by dreams or by Urim or by the prophets. So three ways in these two scriptures, God speaks to you. He says uh, either by uh, uh, dreams or by Urim or by the prophets. And the Bible says Saul spoke to God, but God did not answer him by dreams or Urim or by prophets. We already seen this part of the scriptures a few weeks back. How God speaks through our dreams and by the Urim, which is the word of God. Hallelujah, in the New Testament. And then there is the prophets through God speaks three things. Hallelujah. God speaks to you. Three things God uses to move your hearts and hallelujah, influence your life. If you are not influenced by the word of God, that means somewhere in your life, you know, hallelujah, nothing is moving, nothing is touching. You are a prisoner. Tonight, I command you to come out of that prison holes. Hallelujah. I command you to be restored. Hallelujah. If you're plundered, may you come out tonight in the name of the Lord. If devil kept, gets you as a prisoner, he'll plunder you. Tonight, let plundering be stopped in your life. Hallelujah. I arrest it and I command it to leave in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. These are the three ways God speaks to you. The Bible says, Saul came into a place that for Saul all these things were no longer valued or important. He no longer valued the uh, voice of the prophet. He went to the witch. A witch. That which he stopped and that which he uh, once and removed from the land and now he's going to the same witch. Tonight anything that controls your mind, your thoughts, your lifestyle other than the word of God is a voice of which tonight you have authority. You and your family and your children have authority tonight. I release a generational blessing, a generational discernment, a generational hallelujah authority over every witch's spirit that is controlling your life tonight in the name of the Lord. Against your life, against your body. Maybe somebody said that your father was sick and you will be sick. Tonight it's a voice of the witch. I cancel it tonight. I declare wholeness over your body, long life over your body, you declare over your life that you shall not die but shall live come on and proclaim the works of God come on, you are not catchable by the disease in the name of Jesus tonight, come on church, hallelujah hallelujah but when you are not moved by these things, you are a prisoner to the iron bed Tonight, if you are serious, it will break off you. There are men and, men and women of God. Hallelujah. 
who never hear a prophetic word, they don't sense the move of the Holy Spirit because their hearts have now become very cold. All that they like is to get a blessing from here and there, which is not that's not against it. We believe it, we speak for it. But that if that is making you cold, the deceitfulness of riches is making you cold. Hallelujah. There is something wrong. Every blessing should stir you up. Every blessing is creating a space for you to serve the Lord. Mm. Get this tonight. Every blessing is creating a space for you. A free space for you to serve the Lord. So that those things that once bothered you no longer bothering. So that you have enough space for to serve the Lord. Tonight, come on. Hallelujah. Tell the Lord, Lord, make space for me. That hallelujah, that things that bothered me will not bother me again. People are just sleeping in slumber and blind. And they are in darkness. And tonight there is a reason. If you are one of those, say, Lord, I want to change out of that. I want you to, hallelujah, tune into your voice and tune into the season where God is giving me a change. I don't want to miss out on that. Hallelujah. There is a grace to change tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. Receive it tonight. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Lift your hands and say, renounce the bed of iron out of my life. In Jesus' name. Look at Psalm 13 and the third verse. Consider and hear me, O Lord my God. Enlighten my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Enlighten my eyes, lest I sleep a sleep of death. See, sleep of death, when you don't hear from God, is equals to a sleep of death. It's like a dead man. Lifeless, hopeless, visionless, dreamless. No movement. Here is Jacob. Left alone with God, the night, the night he chose not to be in the iron bed, but to pray. Pastor said, every adversity has the potential of a corresponding change. Every adversity has the potential for a corresponding advantage. Every adversity has a potential. Open your mouth and say, every adversity has a potential for a corresponding advantage. When you sense an adversity, if you hear from God, there is an advantage to it. Come on church tonight. For Jacob, he saw a ladder in an adversity. There is always a stepping stone. There is always a higher up. There is always a promotion in your adversity. If you hear from God. Even this adversity of COVID has a potential of a corresponding advantage to spend time with God. Some of you said I can never spend time with God. You got a lot of time. Two years and still getting Take it. Genesis 50, 29 to 31. When Joseph's brother are standing before him and Joseph is saying, what you intended for the harm, God turned it for my good. So everything intended for a harm for your disadvantage has become an advantage for you. Come on. That's what a child of God should walk into. That's the realm that everything that is advantage, disadvantages when you are a child who have known to spend time with God will turn to your advantage. Amen. Open your mouth and stir. It will turn for my advantage. <coughs> Excuse me. Every setback in life can be a setup for a shift. Every challenge that you face be a forerunner to great changes in life. Amen. As a matter of fact, Pastor said problems in life can actually become a foundation of progress. 
problems in life can actually became a foundation of progress. In the ninth, ninth month, we believe it's the month where the foundations are going to be laid on. Amen. On the ninth month, the foundations are going to be laid. Some glorious foundations, some beautiful foundations for your married life, for your spiritual life. Hallelujah. Come on, church. Hallelujah. For your business, for your work. Come on. God is going to allow you to lay a foundation tonight. Receive it tonight in the name of Jesus. Victory by the blood of Jesus tonight. Hallelujah. Look at 1 Samuel 9. Saul lost his father. I mean, Saul lost his donkeys and his father is sending him to find the donkeys. And uh, while uh, he's trying to find the donkeys, he ended up becoming mm, uh, with uh, prophet Samuel and he come back as a, as a man who understood his destiny. A man who understood that he's a king. Oh, come on. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Problems can be actually the foundations of your progress. He realized that he's a king. His problems that drove him to find out doggies, but that led him to his destiny. Tonight, hallelujah, it might be somebody who's watching and watching because you want to get an answer to your problems. But tonight, let me tell you, there is something greater that is inside of you than just a, a solution finder, just to find an answer. There is a destiny. There is a plan. There is a purpose tonight. God is breaking off the chains out of you tonight to walk in the freedom of life, to freedom of God's calling tonight in the name of the Lord. Go back as a king tonight. After the service, let there be a kingly anointing, a prophetic anointing that will take over your life tonight. Lift your hands and thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Victory by the blood of Jesus. A man of God said the first, that frustration can become a birthplace for manifestation. Frustration can actually become a birthplace for manifestation. Look at Peter. He toiled all night. Nothing happened. He was just frustrated in that morning. He toiled and toiled and caught nothing. But he was no longer a fisherman the next day. He became fishers of men because Jesus entered into his boat. His frustration became a birthplace for manifestation. How many of you are frustrated tonight? Come on. Get Jesus in your boat. Hallelujah. Get Jesus' presence in your life. Hallelujah. Your frustrations tonight are coming to an end. I pray tonight, we have only four more months and I pray tonight, tonight, this day, let there be a supernatural end. Let's agree church tonight to your frustrations tonight and in the name of the Lord that is saddening you, that is hurting you, that is paining you, that is challenging you. Let there be a graceful, favored end to your frustrations tonight in the name of Jesus. If you're happy about that, makes a joyful noise. Hallelujah. Lift your hands stand up in your place make a joyful noise to the lord tonight hallelujah blessed be the name of jesus lord hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord Isolation or spending time with God can make you arrive at your destination of what God wants you to be. Sometimes you have to take time 
an isolated place just to spend time. I pray God will help us. While you are listening, God will rec- that God will give you that grace to spend alone with God, speaking to Him. It's an advantage. Jacob was left alone. Israel would have never born out of Jacob. Jacob was one man. Israel is a nation. It would have never born out of Jacob if he would not have spent time with God. It could have been the most frustrating thing that, you know, while... Uh, you know, he, he is thinking about spending time, you know, on one side, his brother is coming to kill him. It would have been frustrating, but he kept that frustration away and he said, the answer is in my time with God. A time alone with God. When problems come into your life, spend time with God. Hallelujah. And then you sense the Holy Spirit is birthing something in the inside. Open your mouth. The Holy Spirit is birthing something tonight. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. When you study scripture, even Joseph was left alone. He was in the father's house. His brother threw him out into the pit, left alone. But that was a progress to his destiny. It is sometimes in the aloneness of life that there is progress. David was alone. When prophet Samuel came to the house of Jesse, 1 Samuel 16, 11 says, Hallelujah, is all your sons, prophet us. Is, I mean, every, every, every good-looking guy, his father and mother brought it to the forefront. And Samuel said, is all that it? Where, 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 is, there, is there any more, any more? And he said, there's one more who is left in the wilderness. I mean, it's a time he brought him and poured the oil. Can you imagine? It's the aloneness. It's the time of your life when you be somewhere thrown in the wilderness. You're spending time with God that you attract an oil. You attract a prophetic word. You attract a prophet. A prophet that would not sit till you come. Come on. You command respect when you spend time with God. The respect of God. The respect of the prophets. Come on. A young boy. A ruddy, handsome, young, inexperienced boy commanding the respect of a prophet because he chose to spend time alone with God. You want respect. It's not, hallelujah, God by pushing and pulling and hallelujah complaining and murmuring and with an entitlement spirit. You command respect when you spend time in the presence of the Lord and fight heavy battles. You become a champion in the inside of it. Ah, come on. It's a champion moment. Come on. For some of you, it's a champion moment. Hey, heavy battles. That's called you're a heavyweight champion. Come on. There are weights that you can carry. There are weights that you can fight. And there are weights that you can carry for the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Because there's champion spirit inside. Hallelujah. Sometimes... Don't be frustrated when you can't fellowship with other believers. And you're not able to still come to... So many people ask, Pastor, when are we starting the church? Starting the church. After you spend time alone with God, then we'll start the church. <laughs> come on. Hallelujah. Otherwise, anyway, it's useless coming in. <laughs> so don't get frustrated. This is for a season to spend time with God. The depth of your life comes out of your aloneness of God with God. You become deep in God. Tonight, you have to pray, let me find my depth with you, Lord Jesus. Let me find my depth with you. Hallelujah. 
Glory to God. It's the time to reflect and to meditate. Many people are meditating on the wrong stuff. You know, they're meditating on the wrong stuff. WhatsApp jokes and this joke and that joke. Netflix jokes and dirty jokes. Hallelujah. I'm saying, sometimes, you know, people will be laughing and it says, what's happening? What's happening? Nothing, nothing, nothing. Because there are jokes that you can't speak with your pastor. <laughs> pastor is too spiritual. Hallelujah. I mean, get out of those jokes you, and don't be a joker. Come on. Come on. Be something useful for God tonight. Hallelujah. Don't waste your time on, hallelujah, somebody else's Facebook account and Instagram and keep looking at you. Hallelujah. As Pastor prophesied, don't look at somebody else's life and say, wow, I pray and declare that you will have your own wow moment of your life. Come on. Open your mouth and say, I will have my own wow moment. Come on. So there are seasons of being separated unto God and to have a fresh devotion because seasons of isolation isolation are seasons of transformation. Open your mouth and say seasons of isolation. Amen. Are seasons of transformation. So instead of telling the lockdown to end, hallelujah, you try to transform. When you transform, the lockdown will end. Hallelujah. Look at somebody and say, when you change, the lockdown will end. Praise God. Hallelujah. Who knows? God is waiting for one person to change to <laughs> bring the entire lockdown. Hallelujah. You know, there are people who are complaining, you know, they didn't have time to be spending time with their family alone with God. You got it. I hope you used it well. At least now you use it. Hallelujah. Don't become too busy. I have always noticed that the more, more you become, the more you spend, the time that you spend with God becomes the most productive days of my life. Amen. Most productive, not the amount of hours that I worked, most productive days. Amen. There are things that you could do in a week and just finish it on a day. Not only I'm speaking about the things of God, I'm associated with ministry, but your personal life, personal work, you first give your time, it becomes productive. Next four or five days, you'll think what to do. <laughs> How many of you want that kind of hallelujah, anointing, hallelujah? You sit in your company and say what to do in the next four or five days of your life. Amen. That's the time. Take your Bible, minister to a few people, lay hands on a few people, pray over them, prophesy over them. Come on. Get into the altar tonight. The prayer altar and revival will come soon. Amen. There is hallelujah. Praise God. Holy Spirit wants to give personal revival to put your roots in the Lord. Hallelujah. It's time to serve Him. Find intimacy with God. And intimacy takes time. Some of you are married for long years and still not intimate with your spouse. So intimacy takes time. Hallelujah. You have to upgrade your mentality. Paul, after 27 years of ministry, said, I want to know him better. He had an upgraded mentality. There was hunger to worship him, to spend time with God. Hallelujah. Any time you spend with Jesus, the time that you're building up. Hallelujah. You're upgrading your life. So don't still have that miserable thinking. Hallelujah. Praise God. The world is changing out there. They are being aggressive. 
instead of becoming more selfish and envious like them, you are saying, I'm going to know the Lord better. I'm not going to be in the rat race. I'm going to upgrade myself. I'm going to upgrade my mentality. I'm going to upgrade my life by spending time with God. Don't with the world. Change with the world, but change your world. Amen. Hallelujah. No, sometimes you have to boost your information base. Get information from God's word, from reading books that has been told to you to read. You know, books that is great men and women of God, their encounters. Read those books. Make deposits in your spirit. You know, you can give money to somebody. Either they spend it all, but when you give information to your children, they will not, you know, that will make them somebody. You can spend money to make him an engineer or a doctor. Or give him the same money to spend in a holiday. You know, after holiday, money is gone. His time is gone. Everything is gone. But if you make use that money to give him information, he will become somebody. In the same way tonight, if you have information, spend time with God. Have information and the revelations of God will make you somebody. Come on. Do you want to be somebody? Hallelujah. Amen. Information can shape your future. So don't waste this moment. There are so much and so much that you're getting. At least go through one scripture, one talk a day. Go through, declare those promises. What you declare today is bigger world tomorrow. Oh, come on. Tonight, look at somebody and say, what you declare today is your world tomorrow. Praise God. Oh, better be serious. I'm telling people to keep declaring, declaring. I said that's the most powerful weapon. Since we have the same spirit of faith, we believe and we speak. That's the most powerful thing in life. Jesus spoke. God spoke. Let there be light. God's the most powerful. Whatever you believe, get it deposited and keep declaring it morning, day and night. Hallelujah. But conviction comes alone when you spend time. Hallelujah. Are you with me, church, tonight? But if you say, oh, this is not for me, church is not for me, faith is not for me, this, oh, then devil said, I am for you. Because <laughs> there is a devil who wants you to invade your life with the iron bed and stop from the manifestation, the purpose and the vision of God. Hallelujah. And the focus of God manifesting in your life. Glory to God. There are people, you know, watching maybe 70, 80 and 90 still have not thought about the eternity and what happens. I have not time to reflect tonight. Somebody like that watching me tonight. Hallelujah. Reflect. There is the take time to reflect about your life at least and your eternity with God and make Corrective courses and changes in your life that you will have a place in heaven with God. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Now, this is the time, Pastor said, for refining you. You know, when the crude oil enters and refined, you know, oil comes out, you know, there is a refining going on. 
tonight. So after the uh, uh, lockdown, don't become more cruder, <laughs> more refined. Hallelujah. Praise God. Maybe somebody be attracted to your life. Somebody want to uh, friend to you and not to, hallelujah, not to uh, be run away from you. That you become more sweeter and lovelier <laughs> and more beautiful. Come on. Some of you girls who wants to think that you are the most ugly person on earth. Hallelujah. Come into the presence of God. You become the most beautiful person on earth. Come on. There is beauty that God will release in the presence of God. Mm. Come on, I'm not speaking about the makeup beauty. I'm speaking about real beauty. Hallelujah. That will reflect on, that will attract anybody. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Look at Isaiah chapter 6 and the first words the Bible says, in the year King Uzzah died, Isaiah had an encounter with the Lord. See, he was in ministry, but he was never heard the voice of God because after Uzziah died, it's not just ministry. Come on. He had an encounter. I pray that everybody was ministering in the church, serving the Lord. It's not about some ministry and serving the Lord, but an encounter. That walks makes the difference. Hallelujah. Lift your hands. All those who are already serving the Lord tonight, say, Lord, I want a fresh encounter. I thank you for the opportunities, but I want a new encounter, new fire, new grace, new favor, Lord. Victory by the blood of Jesus. Look at this story. King Uzzah was very close to Isaiah and the king died. There is a saying, those things that hurt you, instructs you. Out of frustration for Isaiah came forth instruction. Either you can sleep bitterly or you can get an instruction. Come on. When John Austin died, John Austin got instructed to be the next pastor. Come on. The man who has never seen a mic before, the one who was in the backstage, hallelujah, suddenly became the most successful pastor in America, the American church. Why? Because out of bitterness, when the most loved person on earth vanished and gone, he went and heard from God, said, you are the next pastor. Come on. May the storms of life put a bitterness inside of you, but let it take you to the other side. Come on, church, tonight. How many of you tonight say, I am on my way to the other side. The bitter storm will not break me, will not crack me, but I'm going to use that storm Oh, to move forward in the name of the Lord. There is an instruction. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I want to be somebody, instead of being depressed, I want to be somebody distinguished because I've been instructed by the Holy Spirit. What will encounter do? What with time alone with God will do? Time alone with God has the capacity to eliminate curses and to establish a blessing. Read Genesis 22 and the 36, uh, 32nd verse and 26th verse. And he said, let me go for the day's breaks. But he said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. Unless except you bless me, establish the blessing Lord. Hallelujah. I want to be so blessed that the curses will be far away, a mile away and another mile away from me. That the curses will not come to me. I want to be established in the blessing. I want to eliminate the curses. It has the potential power to break you out. Of your limitations and your embargoes of life. Come on. Jacob became a nation. That scripture has written that it will become our experience. 
Come on, you have the potential to become a nation. Spending alone with God has the capacity to change your identity and your very label. You are no longer Jacob, but Israel. Come on. Oh, Rabba, Karaba, Sandara, Manasia. You have the, hallelujah, employee of the company. Now God is saying, come on, your identity is going to change. I changed your capacity. You have the power to become the CEO. After some time, God said, you have the power to own a company. Hallelujah. But you have the time. It all happens when you spend time with God. These are graces that you re- receive it in the realm of the spirit. Oh, come on. Hallelujah. Kurabara Sangara Manasteradana Manasya. The angel is asking, What's your name? Well, Jacob, no longer shall you be Jacob, but Israel. Now there are things people have been saying about you and your calling. Instead of looking that and getting hurt. Hallelujah. Look what God says. Look at what God spoke about David. A man after my own heart, after committing adultery and fornication and killing and murder. Hallelujah. Praise God. In the New Testament, God said, hey, I can remove all that. I can make you a man after my own heart. Not that these things are good. Not that this is not sinful. These things are. But what I'm trying to say tonight is when you come alone with God, God can change your label. God can change your look. Come on. Hallelujah. You don't know. No look like an adulterer. You look like a man after God's own heart. Come on church tonight. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Let nobody judge you. Let if somebody judge you, let, let it be God. And the same thing with other people. If don't judge other people, let it be God that does that. Hallelujah. There are people who have done wrong into our lives in the church. God deal with them. We focus on God. Hallelujah. Sometimes you see why God uses this person after, you know, he has such a questionable past. I mean, that's up to God. As a matter of fact, somebody said the most number of people who God is using in the world are the people who have been blasphemed and been uh, put down and, 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 and all that. So world can say anything they want. But when God chooses a person, how because their personal dedication, there is something between them and God that God has seen. Are you with me, church, tonight? Hallelujah. So tonight... You're feeling small tonight. That's not the end of the story. There is something big, large. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. There is something large to your life. Amen. When you spend time with God, the scripture says, other two blessings and we'll close tonight. There was an impartation of the power to prevail. Can you read Genesis chapter 32, 27 to 28? So he said to him, what is your name? He said, Jacob. And he said, your name shall no longer be Jacob, but Israel, for you have struggled with God and with men and have prevailed. Amen. 
you have you will prevail over the circumstances when you spend time with god you will prevail over this economic recession you will prevail over this corona how when you spend with god you have things in your life that you said i don't want to be like that i want to change come on till things with your spouses things with your children you know how they change your time your time with god is a revival for your family come on your encounter with god is an encounter for a generation your rising up with god is a rising up for a generation come on that's the reason tonight church arise and shine you need to rise up you need to have an encounter come on lift your hands and say lord it's time for my encounter hallelujah glory to god hallelujah you will not be made to crumble and fall down you are a champion there's an anointing and the resurrection power that is working tonight and inside What happens with an encounter? There will be an impartation of royalty and rulership. Genesis 32 and 28 says, And he said, Your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel, for you have struggled with God and with men and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked, saying, Tell me your name, I pray. And he said, Why is it that you ask about That's my enough. name? For as a prince has thou power with God and with man, and has prevailed. As a prince, an impartation of royalty. More royal than the royalty of England. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It was, I think, it only took one wife to take the royalty out of, out of Prince Henry. Huh? Prince William. Prince Harry. Yes. Some bad wives come. It will challenge your royalty. It will take the royalty. But I pray for good wives. Hallelujah. Who will impart royalty. Will make you like a royal. Come on. Amen. Make your husband look like a prince. There is an impartation of royalty. Amen. Hallelujah. God spoke to pastors. said in every believer. God wants you to have a sense of rulership. In some domain of life. Amen. God wants you to have a rulership, to be a champion, to be a prince in some area of life. But God will uniquely place you there. Amen. It's, it's, it's because there are no slaves in God's kingdom. Amen. Lift your hands and say there's no slaves in God's kingdom. You are freed by the blood of Jesus, whom the Son sets free. You are free indeed. And God wants you to have a sense of rulership tonight. Hallelujah. Can rule over that instinct. I can rule. I have authority. Come on. Let that grace be birthed in the inside. The grace flow tonight. Be stirred up. You can rule over your business, your family, your health, your children's life tonight, over your finances, over your health. God does not want to be emotionally down always. Come on. I pray tonight every emotional breakdown that is keep happening over your life to be cancelled in the name of the Lord. May there be emotional soundness. I decree it tonight in the name of the Lord. May you be healed in the past tonight. My pastor told me something very powerful and I try to follow it ever after. He said, how much of a memory you have? I said, my memory is great. great. He said, how much of a memory you have? Don't think and remind yourself of those things that will not build you up. Hallelujah. From that day onwards, I said, remove every other memory, Lord. 
erase it. <laughs> Supernatural erasing. Tonight, everything that does not build you up, leave your memory. Your subconscious, unconscious, what people say, let it leave your system tonight. Let only those things remain in your life. Oh, Kabaraba, that built you up tonight in the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. The fear should not dominate your life. The demons have only power over your life at the uh, equal to the fear that you. Uh, Fear that you take with you in your life, daily life. Amen. Hallelujah. Look at somebody and say, you are a prince, you are a princess. Amen. Make, make them feel like they are a princess. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. If your husband and wife, you know, make her, your wife look like a princess, not look like SHIT. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Now, act like a princess. You know, today when you say act like a princess, the attitude that you put on, you know, in the Christian walk, it's not like the world, the attitude of a princess. It's like a humble attitude. Hallelujah. It's a humble attitude. That's what the beauty of kingship and rulership in heaven. You become more humble when you realize that you are King Jesus. Though he was a king, he became one of us, he humbled himself. Only the real kings can humble themselves. Come on. How many real kings in the house of God? Real princes in the house of God. Amen. That kind of dominating and authority. If you bully, you bully the devil and not each other. Come on. Hallelujah. Glory to you. From this day onwards, I pray tonight, church, that you will not bully anyone. If you bully, you'll bully the church and nobody else. Hallelujah. Amen. Humble before God and people tonight. Hallelujah. Sometimes time alone with God has a capacity to impact upon your life to face the future. Jacob had to face his brother Esau. Last time when he saw his brother, he heard that Esau is coming after to kill him. So now he is in a tense moment of his life. Hallelujah. What does he, what does he do? He crosses over the fort and spent time with God. When he heard that Esau is coming, he, he, instead of being scared and instead of, you know, Quitting, he went and spent time with God. Hallelujah. And that fear of future vanished. Tonight, every fear of future vanished from your life in the name of Jesus. Amen.